oil was at a, at a good Same place right. in order to cook your right. food. Right, right. All, All right. right. We live now, man. Actually, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, I know I'm gonna hear about it because I don't, I don't think I'm. I hit the record button, but I, I don't know if it records on its own anyway. So, uh, welcome to Real Brothers, Real Brothers Live, y'all. Real Brothers for the real world. Uh, we like to welcome you to our digital neighborhood. And joining us today, we have two friends of the program. They've both been here before on numerous occasions. Actually, Pooch Anthony was one of the originals before he decided to go solo and he left oh. the show. <laughs> I got tired of breaking up my bread three ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was solo. Uh, so, Ed, so tell us, man, what you been doing since you left, man? How's everything been going? Man, it's been a little bit crazy, a little hectic, but, you know, um, just moved this weekend, so everything's, okay. everything's where it needs to be, you know. You, bought, you, you moved to a new crib? Yes, yes, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God, I know the answer, but yeah, I yeah, figured yeah, I would see what he's going to go with. Well, congratulations on you. You say what? I said it ain't for everybody. Everybody don't need to know. This is got it, got That's it. all you need to know. I'm moving. Okay. <laughs> well, well, congratulations on your move, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, congratulations. Also with us is my man, Guy, Guy Lang. He's been here before. Uh, uh, if you watch this with any regularity, you'll you'll recognize him. What's up, guy? How you making out, man? Hey, how you doing there, Stace? And the uh, how's everybody? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. You know, I'm just getting by. Thanks for inviting me on. I appreciate you guys. No problem, man. And, th and thanks for coming on last minute. Um, I think I got my, my schedule screwed up. Terry on, on vacation. I was supposed to reach out earlier. So uh, I know I'm going to hear about that when he, he's going to call names next time I talk to him. But we, we'll, we'll get back to that later. But um, so we got a couple topics that we want to roll out. I think we have some interesting ones. And uh, Pooch, you haven't been on the longest. God was on a couple weeks ago. So, Pooch, we're going to go with you. I'm going to put the four topics out there. Um, let us know which one uh, you want to you wanna start at. All right, we have our youth. We have Ben Simmons. We have college athletes getting paid. And Juneteenth, dot, 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 not enough. What's your pleasure? Um, well, I mean, let's let's start with the hot topic in Philly. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's the Ben Simmons situation, right? Major, yeah, major. Right. What are your thoughts on it, man? Well, before we came on, I just tell you, I was like, you know, I'm I'm kind of caught between, you know, wanting to keep them and wanting to move on, um, because number one, whenever you trade an All Star player, you never get true value. Mm. You know, nobody's another all star. It take my all star, we'll take yours because that's right. not how the NBA works. Um, so what are you going to get back in return that's going to help you get over the hump? In my opinion, nothing is out there that's going to get you over the hump, you know. So it's either keep him and hope that he learns to shoot and stop being scared, or I think if you trade Ben, you got to trade him B. You can't well, keep. Wait, you think you got to trade? Really? You think you had to yeah, trade both of them? I'm gonna tell you why. I talked to a lot of guys um, that know basketball. And matter of fact, I told you I played golf with a, with a brother who uh, was in the NBA for like eight years. One thing we always discuss is when you look at a star player, or what's what is defined as a star player. Most star players don't have that many holes in their game. Mm. 
right? You mean like Embiid does? Well, not well. Embiid's whole his game is twofold. Number one is his health. He's never going to give you a whole season. True. So if if you're going to keep him, you need to have somebody that can offset the 20 games he's going to miss a season. Mm. Right? Somebody mm. who's going to play 80, 82 games a year. So that in, 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 in aspect, what I'm saying is Ben Simmons, if you trade him and you don't get the right player back, the team is done. You want Tobias Harris to be the guy trying right. to beat the team right. if uh if B can't play 82 games. Right. If you keep Ben Simmons, you know the obvious flaw in his game. He's scared to shoot right. the right. ball. We all right. saw in game seven, he passed up a wide open dunk. That Yo, that was crazy. Because right. he thought the guy was going to foul him. He didn't want to go to the line. Yeah, the yeah. Line. So that's the, you know. I think who's... I think I agree with the Facebook user, man. And I think that Facebook user was talking about when you said trade them both. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with one, but I don't see why you would need to trade both. You know, not, not both of them. Um, what, 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 oh, go. Are you going to say something else? Um, well, I was, I was going to say the second reason why I think you need to trade them both. If you trade one, you trade them both is even though Ben Simmons is only 24, if if he if you if you don't trade both of these guys at the same you know when you make decide to you know make a move either way you talking uh, about rebuilding again then huh you talking about rebuilding again then you talking about start from scratch in the NBA teams rebuild every five years it's just the nature of the beast unless you fortunate or you know blessed enough to get a LeBron a lot of young, or, lot of young. Or, or KD or somebody like that you always in rebuild mode. Or you're going to wind up. This is the reason why the Sixers did it in the first place, the tank. Because they got tired of being the seventh and eighth seed. Right. right? You have to be bad in order to be good. And yeah, but see, but but, but but some teams, well, God, what, what are your thoughts, man? What, what do you think? Um, what I, well, first, let me be honest first. I, I I didn't follow the, the entire season. I didn't follow the season period. I didn't jump like on the NBA until <laughs> to, to, to the uh, playoffs. And I did right. get to catch game seven. And I did catch that. You know, it, it, you saw – I think that was the, – the play you mentioned, Pooch, I think that was the, the – the, that was the game changer. That's what really, you know what I mean, changed the right. game, the changed the momentum. When he yeah. missed that – when he didn't shoot that shot. Um, and we were – I think we were down two. Um, or three or something like that, and yeah, we were down two. Like that would, and from there, it just went. It was all the way downhill from there. And you coming from you know damn near twenty point lead in the game. Right. I, you know Philly fans. You know I don't want to say I ride the bandwagon, but I do ride with Philly. And right. um, I gotta say, you know they've been calling for his head and not in a polite way. So right. um, I'm not saying I ride with that, but. You know, when it come down to that, and you talking about Philly, one of the um, uh, you know major uh, uh, sports centers in, in the nation, right? right? We got teams in just about every sport. We got to get what we pay for, and you can't come here and do that. You can't. We we expect better, and that's what we that's what we deserve. As I know it's funny, guy. I think what you just said is is true, man. You know, and I, and tell me what you if if you think I'm wrong. I think Philly fans, man. I mean, we want to win, but you know what? What we want more than that. We want fighters. Yeah, we, we want, want heart. We want yeah, fighters. Man, you, know, you know, we'll take AI losing in the yeah, finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he comes down to it. You know, but you know, he leaves his whole body on the on the on the court. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, you got somebody like Ben, you left too much out there, bro. It's too much left. Yeah. You should be out of the Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, yeah, we come. This is this is a city of heart. You know, if you ain't got heart, and you can't really, you know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you you're not gonna be able to take the fans after you after after performance like that. You know what I'm saying? We expect more, and you got to give us more than that. You'll be beloved if you sacrifice your body each and every time and lose, versus you walk away with a clean uniform and keep losing. You know right. that's that's unacceptable. You 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 have to fight. Now, now, uh, uh, what I was saying, though, Poosh, you know, and, and sort of like God, I don't fo- follow it as closely as, as others, but I was, you know, I, I'm pretty much, you know, trying to stay on top of it, especially the personnel. But, but I don't know if you could, I don't know if you can train somebody. How do you teach somebody to have heart, man? You know, well, I don't you know. Can. You can. Well, yeah. Well, there is some things you can do that I don't know. Like, okay. I played basketball growing up. You know that, Stacey. Um, But I played all sports, too. It wasn't just basketball. I played football, baseball, all that stuff. The one thing in basketball nobody should ever tell you to do is shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. That's the very fundamental thing. Especially at that level. Basketball is volatile. The defense and all that, the learning how to play the game the right way, that comes after you learn the very fundamental thing of shoot the ball. It's like... um, you know, one of my coaches used to tell me, he said, like, pretend you're a waiter. And you hold your hand like mm. this. Mm-hmm. And then you put your guy hand on top. So That's when right. you squeeze, it's a nice follow-through. Yeah. I, and yeah. his form ain't bad. I've watched him shoot on YouTube. I've seen him in summer leagues. You know, pick up again. His form is not bad. The problem is. Heart. This, this is to your point. Can you teach heart? It's not that you can teach heart. Because I think everybody has a certain toughness in them. But mentally, I mean, does he? mentally, can you get into his mind? And right. There's nothing that he should be afraid of out there. Ben plays to his weaknesses instead of his strengths. Ben need to realize I'm 6'11", 240. That's right. That's, That's right. Nobody can stay in front of me. Or Nobody. If I make my mind up. That's right. To be aggressive, and that's the problem. He's not aggressive. All so it's like time. with him, you talking about like you just said, Pooch. You trying to teach him the fundamentals of playing. You know that's what, what you would tell the but the, the kids when they start playing. Shoot the ball. Don't be afraid to shoot the ball. You know you well, talk about going back to the basics with him. Well, yeah, but was high school coach came out um, in the interview and said he think it's mental. Because Ben was a good shooter in high school. But somehow, like, some people are afraid to look bad. Right. Because of this social media, mm. you know, um, world that we live in. Like, so they, they know they're going to get heavily criticized right. for the smallest thing. So my, my mindset is, well, if you're going to criticize me either way, I might as well go ahead and mm. shoot the ball. Because if I don't shoot... I know I'm gonna get criticized. That's right. That's right. You know, and somebody made a point earlier talking about um, Ben balled out when Embiid was gone. And see, that's my. Somebody put that on issue. Facebook, didn't they? That's yeah, and that's the issue. That's why I said you might have to trade both because they can't coexist in the same world. See, but I mean, but but now somebody else said uh, uh, Ben for uh, Ben for Lill- uh, Lillard, whatever his name is. Really. Why would I, I mean, Jim Chris. That was young Chris said that. Oh, Chris said that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see the names. The names don't I show up. Uh, um, I, I mean, but I, I think that what he's saying is, and I agree with him though. I, I don't think you can get rid of Ben, man. I don't. I don't think you could do that. Ben. Ben is probably you know probably one of the best top two centers in the league, and he ben could put the now. Embiid. Uh, I'm Embiid. I'm sorry, Embiid. 
But but the the problem with him is what you worry about are the injuries. But I mean, there's a way that you can give him, you know, slow him down a little bit during the regular season. But but what he brings when he's on the floor, man, I, you know, you're not going to get that from anyone else. Well, my my, and this is to to my point because uh, you know I do watch all the games. I, I've been I've always been on board with the tank because I understand you got to get you got to be really bad in the NBA to be really good. So you say like tank again? Well, it's not like football where you have the worst record. You know you get the number one pick. Right. It's right. a lottery system. That's right. That's so right. You could be the worst team in the NBA and and fall all the way to the fourth pick. And then the fourth mm. pick in the NBA draft may not be that good. Right, right. Sometimes there's a clear gap between one and two. So, right. you know, I know some people hated the tank. Tell me, oh, that's not that's not how you win. Well, that's not how you build a champion. But you, you're you not trying to build a champion right away. You're trying to build a team that you can right. win with. So the Sixers have a team you can win with. You can get to the playoffs every year with Ben and, ben and NBA. And Tobias as your as your core, but that's not what we're trying to do. Right, to yeah, we've been here before. Right, right. And, and so my thing is, after watching that performance, where Ben was afraid, he didn't take a shot games four through seven in the fourth quarter. Yo, that's why, crazy. And this is to the to Chris who said that. Why would I? Why if I'm Portland, would I give you Dame Lillard? Right, Mr. Clutch. Yeah, now that's going to be the problem. Logo Dame. They call him Logo Dame because he shoots from the logo. All they say what? <laughs> logo? Yeah, oh, really? logo Dane. Wow. So why would I give you that for a six eleven right. guy that's yeah, no. to shoot the ball? No. I'm not no. doing that. It yeah. makes sense in any in any world or alternative yeah. universe. That just doesn't make sense. No and sense actually, unfortunately, his stock is consistently dropping. I mean, you could have made an argument that had he had a good series that you can offload him then because he would have showed you something, but now everyone knows that we don't want him and that any chance we get we're going to get rid of him so his stock is just dropping so no team is going to really give you too much for him at all well that's not true because in the nba unlike any other sport people teams like to get rid of contracts you know what mm -hmm. i mean so if i'm paying you 30 million a year I mean, you and i it's listen anybody okay. can trade it you know what i mean okay. al horford just went for a first round pick right right al horford who we signed and traded for Danny Green. Right. And Ben is only 24, and he's still an all-star. He's still a three-time all-star. So he has value. It's just not, and that's to my point when I first said, the value may not be I'm getting another star in return. The value right. may be I can get a couple of pieces. Right, and true. And graphics, but, you know, but if you're the Sixers, you wouldn't win now. Yeah, but, but isn't that a problem, though, man? Okay, now, guy, you can you can respond to this, though, as a, as a casual fan like me. If we heard all this time about trust the process and we got these two, I mean, uh, uh, first first one out pieces, and now you're talking about to the casual fans like us, we need to tank again for maybe another four years before we get good again. That's, I mean, that's that's a hard pill to swallow, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not ready to tank again. I'm not ready to go to the bottom of the barrel, but yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, we've been here and trust the process for a few seasons now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to, to, to reach the point where we made it now, it's like, all right, so we trusted the process. We saw a team that could have, that could have, that had the potential right. to be a finals team and be a, a winning finals team. Right. Um, but, you know, for, for, you know, qualities that weren't there as far as, you know, not physical qualities, but, I guess 
internal qualities, those like, you know, like that heart. You know what I'm saying? If that's not there, it's just a tough. Yeah. What can you do with a player like that? You can't. You, can, you it's a catch twenty two. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. What you getting back for him? You know what I'm saying? You're not getting the same value that you invested in, in that player. And also, if you keep him, what's to say? You know. We've done that before. We've seen that in the NBA with our players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it don't always work out. So you do, you kind of – this is a part of – maybe this is a part of the process. We think the process is over and it ain't. This, this is part of the process. Well, well, remember what Dr. J said when he first took over – well, he became the consultant with the Sixers. And this is around the time Hinky first took over. Who, Doc? Yeah, they asked Doc how long would the process take. And Doc said with a straight face, he told me this was a seven-year plan. So, wow, got it. But you got to remember wow. this: the Sixers. Okay, they had Drew Holiday, they had Iguodala, and they had a young Vucevic as a center. He was his rookie year. But the problem was, even if those, even if Iguodala and and, and, and uh, Drew Holiday and Vucevic got better, at best you may be fifth or sixth seed. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're not. They're not going to take the championship. Remember, they lost to Boston in the, in the second round, and then the next year it was like, okay, let's go make a trade for Andrew Bynum. But we saw how that played out. Right. Right. Andrew Bynum right. was a big mistake. And see, yeah, that's yeah. the problem with teams that rush to try to get good right away. It's mm. fool's gold. They thought they right. got to the second round and, and they lost in the game seven to Boston, and they believe the hype, so they yeah. went out and made yeah. a bad trade. Now yeah. you give up your All Star small forward in Iguodala. You saw what he did with Golden State. Yeah. You know well, I mean? they put him in the right role, though. He wasn't. He did. He wasn't that. He wasn't that major piece, though, right? No, no, he was the wrong guy. Huh? He was right. Right. Yeah, he was the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then you saw what happened to Drew Holiday and then Vucevic. Like, That's right. But they still wouldn't have been a championship caliber team, right? Because right. none of those guys individually are, are leaders, right? Yeah. No. Now, you they, you need three superstars. You need well, superstars. You don't need you don't need three of them. What you need is you, you need, need you need a kind of superstar that's undoubtedly the top five player in the NBA. Like okay, a, okay, like a okay, LeBron, like a King. and not just one of them though, not just one. Uh, well, you get, well, you're not gonna get more than one. It's very rare that you see what the Lakers have in Anthony Davis and in and, and, and Brian. It's no, but uh, that happens. yeah, uh, but if you get, huh? but you get a player like uh, look at Golden State though they had Curry. But then they also had Clay, and the, you but know, Clay and, and is not a top five player. You don't think? No. Listen to what I'm saying. A top five player in the NBA is a guy like in the Kawhi, NBA, Kawhi, okay. KD, guys that can do it all. Okay. Clay is a great shooter. He's a right. good defender, but he's not a playmaker. Okay. Clay runs off okay. screens. He needs help to do what he do. He's not gonna put the ball on the floor and go by. Right. He's not gonna create his own. Now Curry can. Right, the top five player. Dame Lillard is a top five player. Mm. Trey Young is showing that he belongs in that conversation. Mm. Mm. Right, right. So the Sixers never had that from the team. They mm. never acquired a top five player. Embiid has become a top five mm. player, mm -hmm. which they knew he could. He right. has deficiencies in his health, and mm -hmm. you know, and big men when they have health problems, especially with their feet, it's right. hard for them yeah. to get right. Right, right, right. All right, so this, I guess this is a good leeway, and we're going to come to you, guy. Yeah. But this this is a little different, a little broader than where we are now, but we're, we're going to stay with the sports. Uh, there was an article out 
a little while ago that um, actually I heard the story. It might have been uh, Saturday or Friday. I think one of the courts decided that uh, uh, college athletes should be able to get paid. You know, because for the longest, the college athletes, they, they couldn't get paid. They couldn't take accept anything at all. What are your thoughts on that, man? Good, bad? What, what do you think? I think I think listen, I think um for all the money that the, the, the college is raking off the backs of these young kids, yeah. you know, why not allow them to, to build a little wealth for their family? Why not allow them to, you know, get a you know, they may not make it all these kids may not make it into the NBA or the NFL right. or an NHL or whatever, you know, sport they wanna get into professionally. So, you know, I, I say, you know, I think they should be properly compensated, you know. When you say properly, um, what, do you, what do you mean, oh God, properly? The- when I say properly, I think you got to take into consideration that, yeah, the school does have to operate a sports program. Um, uh, uh, they do have to endorse their schools, um, and they got to pay for that program. That program ain't free, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not paying for itself. So I think there has to be a, a fair split. It's got to be an equitable split, you know, okay. something that's going to benefit the, the, the young people playing um, and also benefit the school. And um, to, so that the programs can continue. That's what I mean when I say it's got to be, you know, the right number. So, so you say just they, not millions. They're not going to be out there making millions. You know, is that what you're saying? I'm not necessarily saying that. If that's what's equitable, I mean, what are, what are the schools spending this money on? You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you're spending on, you mean to tell me it's more important to spend it on these kids that's making this money for you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I fall into that. I don't know if I can buy into that. So I got to say that the kids deserve something. I don't know if it's the lion's share or I don't know if it's a smaller cut, but I think something I, I, I just I, not looking at numbers and not seeing how they break it in or what they do with it. Um, I can't really say, but I do think that it's their labor, it's their work, it's their talent. It's, the, you know, they put all that effort in. I, I think I think there should be a cut for them. So, so Pooch, what, what is the rub with that, though? Why? Why? What is the reason that the colleges are saying that they the kids shouldn't be paid? You already know the answer, bro. Nobody wants to share the piece of that pie. I mean, they don't. They don't say that. So, no, but, yeah, but, but some of them do. Some of them say no. And, and, and ironically, a lot of the, a lot of people that's out uh, spoken against this is the mm. coaches. The coaches are saying no athletes should remain amateurs. To me, it's well, no well, oh, you know what? Now that's interesting, though. So, so well, man, wait, but let's, let's back for a minute. Okay, okay. I'm on a line with guy where you know, like, but I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. Okay, so let's say basketball, right? Because football is a little bit different. It takes about two, three years for your body to mature. So okay. you can't say a guy's ready for the NFL. The right. Week. Not very often. Very rare. Very rare does that happen. Right. Right. Um, and to me, you look at the two biggest revenue dr- uh, drivers in college sport or in sports period, which is football and basketball. Mm. Right. Those are the two sports that fund these other programs Excuse in the school. That's right. So if but so if you look at somebody that is a potential first round, high first round pick, lottery pick in the NBA, and he's one and done. Should that guy be able to use his mm. likeness to, to make money for his family? Absolutely. You're darn right he should because Absolutely. what's gonna happen if I know I'm one and done, yeah. I'm taking money from boosters, I'm taking mm. money from yeah. alumni. Yeah. And I don't right. care what happened to the program once I leave. Right. Because I'm yeah. not gonna be there past the second yeah. semester anyway. Yo, but now now get paid. But now this this brings a, a different set of issues though. Now, so do does that mean uh uh that they're no longer amateurs then? Uh are they, are they gonna have to come up with another level? Uh, you know what I mean? And do they get agents? You know what I mean? Because as Guy said, if you're talking about paying them and someone is gonna have to represent their interests as far as what's what's fair and equitable. 
But see, that's that's the other extreme, Stacey. That's a handful of athletes you're talking about. We're talking about most athletes. Like, if you got a football team, right? Or let's just keep it on basketball because it's an right. easier analogy. So if you got a basketball team with, let's say, 15 to 16 players on it, right? Maybe one of those guys is good enough to go pro. Right. But what I think what the athletes are saying is we don't want millions of dollars, but what we want is to just market, be able to profit from our likeness. Well, it's going to start off like that, Coach. You know that. They used to have these college games where they would have the player, you know who it is, right? Mm. But that player never saw a dime off that. But right. the NCAA benefited off it. Right. Yeah, but but again, no, Coach, you, you you know it's going to start like that. What about somebody, and, and you're right, you, you're talking about the elite athletes, but that's just where it starts. You know, somebody like Kobe or somebody like LeBron or even Zion, that they had their eye on him coming out of high school. And now I think I can understand why the coaches would be, be against him because now, and, and tell me what you think, guy. This student coming out of high school, Nike and already are paying him now. They because they see him and they say this dude is going to be a star. How much is that student going to listen to the coaching when the agents are saying, "Yo, you playing too many games. You might get hurt. You need to. You need, they need to rest you for a little bit." You know what I mean? So now I can understand why a coach might be against. Uh, uh, it just opens up a different, uh, a whole set of set of uh, uh, a different can of worms. We think, guy. I, I think those those kids are going to compete and they're going to be competitive at the highest level that they possibly can, regardless of what that coach tells them. I think um, not only does the school capitalize on these kids, you got other industries that capitalize on these kids. EA Sports is making a killing when you come to talking about basketball and football and those games that they put out, and um, and you know other venues. You know, you, you see paraphernalia all over the place, um, jerseys, the whole nine. You know, what if the kid gets hurt in high school? And now, they, I mean, in college, and now they don't have an opportunity to play professional sports. I, I think I understand the concept. If you get paid, you got to call yourself a pro, right? You can't accept pay and not be a pro. But maybe maybe there's some type of quasi pro in there where like, like, like one of your like one of your like one of your um um viewers said um put a cap on it so right. that you know there's a certain amount. But if everybody else is capitalizing on the talent and the hard work of these young kids, regardless if they're going to be a superstar playing in professional sports outside of um you know uh, organized sports in college, um. See to it that is something there for them. They put their life on the line at practice all day, every day. Um, give them something, I think. Yeah, see, but but going back to stuff you said earlier, and I'm gonna come to you, Pooch. Also, uh, you said uh, a guy that those students gonna compete um, uh, at every level. The, uh, uh, isn't that wasn't that the rub on Ben Simmons though that he didn't play basically his last year of school at all, uh, uh, college at all? Didn't uh, no. he sit out basically a year or something? No, he, he played he played one season of college basketball. And when the season was over with, he was out. Listen, it's not it's not real complicated. It really isn't. Simply you pay players based on um, you know, like you have a team set level. You can say, okay, everybody on this team is gonna make X amount of dollars. You so you just can't pay everybody. Right. And here's to God's point. Wow. You can take out insurance policies on the players for the players so that if they mm. get hurt, they get paid, their family gets some kind of compensation. Right, so now you're not destitute, right? Because you know how sports are. The minute you can't help me win, I gotta get rid of you. Right, right. And as far as them being recruited out of high school, every player is recruited out of high school. That's where they get them from. Right. So that's not even an issue. The issue is how much to pay, play, uh, pay, pay these players. Not just Division One, 
Division Two. Division mm. the players need some type of it's not enough to say I'm giving you an education and three hots in the cops. They do that in the military, right? So right. I need I need to be able to pay these. For instance, the difference between amateur and pro is really is stupid. Hey. They just what they yeah. call it. It's because great. you can be an amateur and compete in the Olympics and still go out and get your endorsement deals. And you don't lose your amateur status. Okay. You just can't wait a minute. Oh, but that's endorsements. Okay. Okay. But but that's okay. being paid off your likeness. Right. That's the whole issue with college sports. It's like, okay. why can't I get paid if if a, if a EA sports wants to give me thousand right. dollars to use my likeness? Why can't right. I benefit from it? Why are right. you as a school benefiting from it? Okay. So maybe that's the answer then. Maybe the answer then is allow them to be paid for their likeness, not really get a salary. Because now, uh, uh, giving a player thousand dollars a game. I mean, because because then you know, it's, now he's an employee. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's the wrong idea. It's just that I just think that that change that changes the relationship with the you know with the kid in the school because now you're an employee. So now I have more influence over you because now. You 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 work for me now. No, Steve, right? no. You're taking the argument to extreme. It's not. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It's simply. But it got, look, guys in the law. It starts. Yeah, I'm, thinking, well, I'm, 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 I'm twisting this thing through. Listen, it's a slope. You're traveling down it. Exactly. Going, you What's got somewhere that, that 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 it could end up, right? Because right. when you start adding money to the pot, yeah, you are and and you're paying kids now. If you're looking at them as employees, there is a there should be a different expectation. And then if you commingle that expectation with okay, now you got the scholarship, you're paying them this money. It's a lot to look at. But I think I think we as a society are bright and intelligent enough to figure a way to get money to these kids so that we aren't um, exploiting them. And I, I don't want to. I mean, exploiting is probably a strong word to use, but no, that's when you word. look that's at it, word. I think that's it's appropriate. Because um, that's basically what's happening. You know, you're using these kids for, you know, financial gain and not, you know, the, the most you're breaking them off is the cost of tuition, which is a robbery anyway. So, I mean, what, what happens when the kid, kid like a Ben Simmons has a lot of potential and, you know, he's in English class and the coach says, look, we're paying you no more English for you. You know what I mean? I mean, what, what happens when. You, you know, you start the so you say, Pooch, that something like that won't happen. No, I'm not saying, I mean, this is hey, anything could happen, right? Um, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it don't have to be that extreme, it could just simply be it's a scale based mm. on you know, um, all right, so let's say you're the 15th guy on the bench, right? And you just you, you barely play two minutes a game. Those right. players get a couple hundred bucks a, uh, a game because, you know, we, th this little bit of money that we're talking is just enough for them to maintain some type mm. of normal life because not everybody's coming from a background where their parents have money. Some of these kids come from backgrounds where they just happen to get out of their neighborhoods and they survive right. their neighborhoods. True. You know what I mean? Or they take money from drug dealers just to, you know, so they can be feel protected. Right. Or they play on those, you know, street teams or whatever. Like, so my thing is, just be fair in what you offer them. Let them still profit off of their likeness. And a lot of this stuff goes away. Or at least it won't be talked about as much. Now, somebody said, these young people are breaking their backs trying to prove themselves to these coaches and these professional teams who are looking at them. They deserve to be paid. So I guess that they, it looks like a lot of people. Uh, well, actually, look at this one. 
uh, you can call them semi-pro. And that's kind of what I was saying. You know, now you adding uh, they, they spelled it wrong, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> they must have oh, with the right, man. They got it right down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must have messed with the man. Who was that guy? Oh, stop. <laughs> that didn't use his spell check. Never mind. Don't oh, say it. I ain't going to put him out there. No, they don't put me in that position, man. Matter of fact, guy, you can't. Why you like that? I ain't going to do that, man. No. Stop talking about my school, man. This is suspicious, man. I can't do that. Yeah. All right, so we go. We go move on. So, guy, we're gonna give the uh, these next two to you, and um, you know, let me know which which way you want to go, man. We got Howdy. the youth, the youth, and what is it? Or the other one is Juneteenth. Dot dot dot. I guess I should have said, is it not enough? Or no, I don't even want to say that. Not enough. Let's go with Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Let's okay. go with Juneteenth. Let's go with Juneteenth. And actually, um, when I said it, you kind of smirked. So were, 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 were you and I arguing about this on Facebook? Man? I don't know. <laughs> we have enough little tips on Facebook right now, man. You know what? that we do. Right. But, and, you know, listen, I appreciate them because, I, you listen, anybody that can that can change my thinking, I'm always open to thinking. I'm always open to the other side of the coin because, like, we had to talk about one other time. I want to be empathetic to whatever your position is. And if it's a position that – I find to be superior to mine or makes me alter my way of thinking. I'm all for it. Um, it makes me better. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm adding to me when you do that. But as far as Juneteenth, man, I, I don't think I, is it enough. It's nothing, really, if you ask me. I don't think it represents much more than, you know, coming from a, 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 a white man that just said within the past two months, that he doesn't believe racism exists in America. And then, you know, two months later, you're signing, you know, um, into law that this is a federal holiday now. Um, it seems like a pacifier to me. You know what I'm saying? It seems like it's something, this little pat on the head saying, okay, you good now? I'm not good. I'm not happy. That's not satisfying me. What I think is, and that's along the lines of my way of thinking, period. I, I'm, I think in extreme terms when it comes to um, black folks and our place in America, right? Mm-hmm. And when when I said, again, I'm sorry. I know what you just said. I, I, what I said was, I think in extreme terms when it comes to black folks in America. Okay. An extreme term that I'm thinking of is, 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 is we would we would say to some folks who think that we that we've done something with this holiday is that we've made progress. I don't believe in progress when it comes to equity, when it comes to justice. There's no such thing as progress. And 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 to to pacify me with a holiday and say, okay, now you can go outside and cook out on your lawn, or you know, we can teach teach about it in school Juneteenth and all that. Like you're not. How is that? Let me ask you. How is that? How is that? How is that putting putting wealth into my community? How is that supporting my mental or my behavioral health? How is that decreasing the systemic racism in our criminal justice system? How is that providing any kind of opportunities for me? What is that doing except appeasing me? What is that doing except saying, okay, now sit, sit down somewhere while I write while I sign this bill in the law for um age anti Asian hate crime? You know what I'm saying? While while the legislation that's uh, uh, that would support African Americans still sitting somewhere in Congress waiting to move forward in the process. You know, so what it's saying to me is, uh, what I'm saying is, I don't believe in any of it until I see true equity and true justice in America. There's no way that anybody can convince me that a holiday or even a piece of the pie, or even if it's going to be, um, we're going to give you some 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 form of support in your community. Unless you cover all those bases, you aren't giving me anything. But you know, the whole saying goes like this, and I, I'm cu- I'm gonna cut it short. Remember, unperceived what belongs to Caesar, right? Mm. You've been rendering to white folks in America what belongs to what, what you think belongs to white folks in America since the inception of America, since prior to it, when 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 you know folks first first landed over here 
um, um, and started to take over from the indigenous people here. But you can't see your way to render the same to me. There's no reason that you can explain to me. There's nothing that you can say other than those same words that, we, that they've been marching to us or preaching to us over the, the, the centuries, which is you're not ready for that yet. No, no. I don't think that a holiday in the name of Juneteenth um, is in any way satisfactory to the cause of equity or justice in America for black people. Now, 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 somebody else said, um, hell no, it's not enough. Now, and, and the, the, the direction that I wanted to go with, the reason why it was phrased this way is because that's kind of what, what you just laid out, guys, was the position of a lot of people. It's not enough. And I agree with you, it's not enough. But my spin on it, the way I view on it is that, you know, incrementalism. Wait, I said that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> help me out, help me out, somebody. Incrementalism, you you got me. Okay, but I hear step, you. Right. You know, I don't think you know. I don't think you're gonna get the whole pie in one setting, and and that's not and that's not to say, God, that it's not deserved. Because to use your analogy, render on render on unto us what belongs to us. But you know, we have to start somewhere, though, right? I mean, don't don't you have to? Uh, it, it doesn't start with educating people that maybe weren't familiar with what was going on or what happened or the current positions or the current status of people. So you educate them, you get them familiar with it, then you move to the next step though. So, you know, you know what I mean? I, I guess I look at it that any progress is good. What, 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 what do you think, Pooch? I know you want to say something else. I'm uh, dying, but let me hear <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, I'll be real short with you guys so they can jump in. Um, is any progress good? No. No. Man, you said like okay, to guy's point, what's what's what are what is progress? What is what is, how's it progress when you you know to give somebody or allow somebody what's what's decent or what's fair? And you and you gotta be told to do that. Or you gotta be coerced, or you gotta be, you know, shamed into doing the right thing. Right. How's that progress? Right, right. No, there's, I, no I, there's no such thing as progress when it comes to um, uh, black folks in America. I will never prescribe to the notion that in, incrementalism, they, incrementalism can, can, be, can be applied to our struggle. If you can rent, if I can stand in one spot and I can look at my white counterpart, same age, same gender, all the benefits just, just different race same background educationally or academically um but our society thinks it can tell me i'm making progress toward the equity that they've enjoyed for 402 years no that's not that's not acceptable to me it'll never be acceptable to me you'll never be able to tell me to okay let me give you a little bit right now guy because this is all you're ready for no give me everything that belongs to me and let me decide what i'm ready for now i agree with that i i, I I'm, I'm i don't expect to hear anybody say you're not ready for it that right there is is a, is a non-starter but so so let me ask you this then with everything you just said when they so so do you say don't make it a holiday Make it a holiday. You're making some folks happy. Some folks is feeling good about it. Oh, Juneteenth, break out the grill. Give me a six-pack. Bring me the Henny or whatever. Let's get it in. You know what I mean? Let's get lit as fuck and all that. Listen, you're making some folks happy. I'm not concerned with them. Those are not the people that I'm... The people that I'm... The people, the people that I think 
are embroiled in the struggle and understand what it's about are more in tune with give us the whole piece of pie and satisfy all of us. Don't give us a little piece and say this is going to satisfy a section of that population. My entire population, everybody within the sphere of being black in America deserves nothing less than full justice and full equity in America. Nothing less, not progress towards it, not we're making steps or we're going to teach you a little bit of this and then we're going to you know, work you into that. No, give me everything and let me decide what I want to keep and what I want to don't want to keep, or let me discard it the way I see fit. And that's but, that's I think, but I think the challenge is though that you're talking about. And again, guy, I'm not saying that I disagree with you, but I'm. I, right. I guess you know I'm talking about reality. We're talking about changing the mindset of basically everyone. And, you know, everybody, any non-black person. Talking about that doesn't happen overnight you know you that happens over time okay civil rights movement we don't have all the rights and everything that we should have the voting rights that we should have now they're passing laws currently that are stripping away our our right to vote but the civil rights movement that happened in the 60s moved us a little closer to bring us kind of where we are now though i mean that's still small steps though right I got two questions for you. Yeah. Three, really. I got three questions. The first question is, what have you been told that makes you believe that progress is acceptable when it comes to our civil rights and our human rights? Number two, the, the second question is, what is it now? What is it that you believe it would take for our society to dole out or render to us our equal rights? And number three, the third question is, the way you move in life, just maneuvering through, however, age, whatever age you are, whatever, whatever it is that 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 your life's experience has brought you to. Why do you think it's okay for a person with those same life experience, but because he's a different color, to have greater rights in America than you? Those okay. three questions. Okay, I, I, I might need you to repeat them, so I don't want to forget them. But I'm gonna answer the third one first. I don't think that it's right for somebody that have the same ex life experiences and, and, and background as I do to get uh, a, a leg up simply because of his race or whatever reason. I, I don't think that that's okay. Answer the to the, to the third question. Answer to the second question is, um, uh, 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 repeat the second question. The second question was, what do you think it would take for society oh, okay, to go. render okay. to us what is due to us? Answer, answer to that is, to be, to be frank with you, to be frank with you, guy and pooch, I don't, I, I think it's more uh, us taking it now of course you know i'm a big not a big believer but no i i understand the society in which we live so i understand how power is gained is either through voting or money or things like that so i put more of the emphasis on us coming together moving in one direction taking the power versus waiting for anyone to dole it out to us so i you know i don't subscribe to that at all um, I don't I don't think that you wait for someone to give you something that this country said that you deserve simply by birthright. I don't I agree. I think that we stand up together and we make our voices heard and we take it. Did that did that answer your question? Kind of sort of, but maybe I didn't I didn't ask it properly, or maybe I did, but what I was what I was leaning towards was in this society, right? When it comes to justice, it's not something that you can take. Justice is a give and a take. 
justice is something that we all owe to each other and it's something that 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 we all deserve to receive from each other so it's, i don't think it's something that you can go out and take so that what i was saying was as far as the total of society goes and the, the way that black people are treated in america and globally for real for real what what is it that what is it that you think is impeding or what is it that you think is is keeping us or what is it that more specifically is going to be required from them to render to us what belongs to us because what they have to render is not something that we can take okay okay all right Poosh, you want to you want to uh, i have an answer to that you want to chime in man um well i'm gonna go with guy on this one you know you can't can't just take when you're in the minority you can't just take anything um and as far as changing mindsets so that they can see the evils and wrongs done to us Dude, that ain't mm. ever gonna happen. Mm. Not on the masses. Change, you said change the mindsets is not yeah, gonna happen. You, you talked about mentioning changing the mindsets. I'm like, how you gonna change? How can I change you from hate to love? Well, see, but but do you think even looking at where we are now, though, you know, do you think that there has been? I mean, that's you don't you're not saying that you didn't you don't think that there has been change from the 50s to now, though, right? We we. Is it, or, or is that what you're saying? Listen, listen. Here's what I'm saying so I'll be absolutely clear. Mm. Some things had to change even if by osmosis. Okay? You couldn't just keep having people living a certain way like everybody else lives, you know, like the cream is here and the so-called, you know, you know, uh, second-class citizens are here. Right. It had to change by osmosis. Right. right. Enough, because you had whites mingling with blacks. Absolutely. Mingling with Hispanics. Mingling oh, with you, so, hold on, no, Stace, let me finish. Okay, okay, my let fault. Let me finish my point. Mm -hmm. So some things had to change. So I'm not going to give credit just because, okay, now we have voting rights. Now mm -hmm. we can drink from the same water fountain as white folks. Or now we can hold the same positions. I'm, that's That had to change. Mm -hmm. Okay? But the kind of change that God is talking about and the kind of change that some of the people on the, on the chat is talking about, it's hard to change systemic racism because mm. every time you think about a different way we can do things as a people, always those in the in, in, in the background plotting how to keep us down. Mm. Like mm -hmm. in Georgia, right? The voting rights, they change something simple as giving people water and food. Right. Think about how criminal that is. Yeah. yeah. That, that you want to what kind of hatred you have in your heart. Mm. You know, that you think that's going to affect a, a certain group of people, right? Because they did it to kid the 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 the, the, uh, the, the depressed minds of right. depressed black voters. Mm. That's why mm. they did it, right? But think about how evil you have to be in your heart to do that. Actually, you know the, the comment that I put on the screen there, guy. Uh, if our human rights were totally equal. Would there be a need for civil rights? And that's that's valid. I exactly. think that's kind of what, what God's saying. Now, did you want to finish your thought, Pooch? Well, and, and another thing I just wanted to quickly add is I'm a little bit of a different mindset than both of y'all. Um, and I've, I've expressed this multiple times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't ever think man can solve this problem. He hasn't. Mm -hmm. He's never been able to solve his, his, the one fundamental problem we have as human beings towards each mm. other is hatred. True, true. Right? They true. can solve, they can put a man on the moon, <laughs> right? Mm. They, can, they can cure some forms of cancer. 
They even came out with a vaccine to stop the spread of all, all this coronavirus to some degree. Mm. But look how that's even dotted up, right? Mm, true. Again, just you had to be of a certain ilk to get it, right? Right. And now that people, most people, are just saying, I don't even care no more. If right. I get it, I get it. Whatever, whatever. But mm. what I'm, my, my point is, man cannot solve his own problems because man doesn't have man's best interests at heart. Mm. Profound. Right? And, Profound. It, and it ain't just in this country. Right. Like, we right. 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 This right. Because this man can always fight. But if you look in, you look even look in Africa, they mm. war, warring amongst each other, killing mm. each other, right? Look at other countries where even the white folks, you know, in, in countries like like Ireland who fought for their independence right. from Britain, England, right? right? So like man has never had progress or, or man's best interest in heart without killing each other, without hating each other, because that's how some people thrive. And as long as there are those who hate, Right, we always right. have issues. Well, see, I, I guess that that's what we strive for, though. And and I agree with you, Pooch. You know, hate, hate is a you know, hate is a condition of the heart, and you can't legislate that. If that if that hate is there, then it's going to be there. But again, I think that we strive. That's what we strive for. We we strive to be the better versions of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and you know, and to treat our fellow human being like we would our own brothers now to get back to what you said guy what needs to happen to make to bring you know uh uh what they can do to bring or what we expect from them you know you're talking about systemic changes you're talking about a change at this uh, you know systematic uh, systematic change but but systematic change the, the same way that it was put into place it can be unraveled as well though right i mean if you if you because as we always talk about, you know, the, the numbers don't lie. If you're taking an honest look at uh, how dollars are doled out or how funds are allocated and you're looking at the numbers, you can then make a determination of, of where the priorities are, you know, the way they're spending their money, things of that nature. So, you know, and, and, and again, if, if they're if they're uh, uh, systemic uh, items in place, to make it unfair the way dollars are being doled or allocated the wrong way, then you can unravel those. So again, those systemic rules that, in, that are in place to help keep people at a certain place can be unraveled then, right? All right, my question was rhetorical. This is a real simple answer to my question. I'm glad it sparked the debate that it did. And I appreciate one of the comments from Dino, and I, I want to touch on his comment real quick, too. Um, and the answer with, to that question, which I believe was rhetorical in nature, but it did spark a nice debate, was um, just do the exact same fucking thing you're doing for white folks, period. Mm -hmm. Boom. That's it. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Treat me the same way you treat white folks, period. That's it. So now with the now with the one what Dino was saying was um, his comment was ask the brother this. And I think he was referring to me. Are we the original man? Are we the dominant people uh, mentally, phonically, morally and spiritually? Then what's this? Gimme, gimme, gimme. You want something that they are not capable of giving. What he doesn't understand is fundamentally, he doesn't understand the fundamentals of that, that statement that I made. And the statement that I made is, it comes, I owe you something, Stacey, just by you being alive, I owe you something. I owe a duty of care to you that says, I'm not gonna do certain things to you right. to, impede, to, 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 to impede on whatever progress you wanna make. I owe you that. Mm -hmm. I have to give you that. I have mm -hmm. to render that to you. 
So as far as what the brother is saying, that I owe you that, and you owe me that. Right. I can't take that from you. That's there's, right. nothing, that's, that's there's nothing I can force to to force you to give me that. And, and, and to go to, to circle back to Pooch and and a comment Pooch is making regarding um hate, etc. Listen, I'm all for you, Pooch, and we may not get there, you know, in my lifetime. And you're right, humanity may never get there because humanity may not be in a position to accept um you know equity and equality in each other. Period. I, but what I do know is until until they start chucking dirt on my casket. I'm, for peace sake, I'm willing to continue to be at war. That's right. That's right. True, true, true. Well, I think, Nick, um, go ahead, just, just wanted to throw this in there. I think it's not that I don't want <laughs> mankind. Of course. I just know that from my belief in God's word, the Bible, and, and seeing with my own eyes how man has dominated man to his own injury, mm. I just don't think it's, it's, it's going to happen. I, I, I kind of feel like it's not going to happen. But but to the point of progress those days huh progress has to only way you can measure progress really truly okay is when the minorities in this in, in this position to want to do something has enough help from the majority to make things change and other than and other, i mean like some people say well we had a black president okay how did that black president get elected well it wasn't just because black did it it was no, enough white folks gravitated right. that, that concept too so that's how you make real progress, real change when the when the minority and the, the little piece of the majority come together and decide, right. you know what, we had enough. We, this is it. This is enough. And you still go ahead and fight because you got the other half of the majority. Absolutely, that's gonna fight against you, you right? Right. I guess what you're saying is that's just human nature. Yeah, and I that's are for man mm -hmm. to to help each other because not enough of us care. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, so just just to just to put a bow on it, um, and you two will get a chance to kind of you know uh, uh, make your close remarks regarding this subject. Also, you know, I, although I don't, I, I don't sit here and say that Juneteenth was enough, but I'm of the mindset that it's better than nothing, and and I think that you know if now it'll be more discussed and people will be better educated about it uh, uh uh i like it like you know king's holiday you know i understand is it have we made it is that do i think that we made it no but if if these types of gestures like this moves us a little closer to where we need to be then i'm all for it so god did you want a uh, 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 last comment on that one on that one, I just say, you know, hey, happy Juneteenth. Let's let's enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> listen, I referred this to my girl, and I was looking for a reason to put that joint on the youth, and um, it's a perfect it's a perfect opportunity for it. So, you know, I ain't going to Juneteenth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I just stained the deck and all that. You know what I mean? Right in time for Juneteenth. So, hey, happy Juneteenth. You know, and all happy that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, let's, let's put out the barbecue. Let's hey, get a switch back. Hey, you ever saw the episode of uh, Blackish when they did the Juneteenth uh, special? No, no, I see. Oh man, y'all missed a great one. But but they. So but this is before. Was this after they made it a, a holiday? They did this years ago. This is oh, like okay. 2017, 20, 20 something, like, something like that. But um, well, if you didn't see it, it don't even matter. But if you get a chance, go look at that episode. It was good. Oh, it was, it was excellent. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, when I get a minute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was, that's all I wanted to just throw that in. All right. So, so lastly, you know, we're, we're looking pretty good on time. Lastly, um, 
we have our youth and you know this this i know we we talk about this often um and you know it, it it's a heavy one but you know god i'm gonna come to you man you know with- no let's start with you on this one stay cool <laughs> We have, man. You know, I mean, but I think, um, who, me? Yeah. How about our youth? God, <laughs> who was it? About- I remember, yeah, who yeah. Was it? Oh, what, who was it? Was oh, I drinking? <laughs> who was it? Listen, let me tell you something. If I said it nine times out of ten, I meant it. So what was it? Oh, right, boy, right. You, said it. you should remember what you said, bro. That was before we had opportunity to discuss it. We discussed it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And we, you right. know, we kind of came to some understandings about it and all. Okay. Talking about okay. locking them little niggas up. Yeah, he was like, oh, "I'm going oh. to count, Sony." Oh, hey, God. God. I asked you that the other day. Hey, God. Hey, look, we on social media. I might tell on you now. <laughs> This dude. Shit. You know what I mean? People just told on me for jumping the fucking third pile. Everybody told on me for that, man. Yeah, God put that on stuff. his Facebook page. He jumped, jumped the turnstile. <laughs> he thought about jumping the turnstile. <laughs> so I put on Facebook. I'm like, I don't know why you told me that. So I had a little meme of me dialing the phone. <laughs> I jumped that John. No, I did. I jumped that John. I jumped it. They you probably coming for me or whatever, but it's cool. I jumped that John, man. Yo, man, see, you know what? It, see what it is is that guy is in the legal field, so he know if they come at him now, he already got his defense already. So, yeah. <laughs> he not worried about. I said, listen, I, I, I was, I, I was, the train was on the way. The, the <laughs> wasn't working. I had to get there. Uh, hey, so ain't the only one, bro. I jumped a few turnstiles in my day. Really? Uh, it'd, be, it'd be like that, oh, man. man. The old subway, the old subway. Oh yeah, back in the day, yeah. yeah. See, no, I would be the one that they would catch and beat. So I never. <laughs> right, I stand right. in with the train. <laughs> you know? All, All right. right so um, you want me to go about the youth for what? You want me to go? I'll go. It don't well, matter. Well, okay. Well, since since I didn't go first, anything. My mom's will. Be, I, I think. I think I come from a, a just a, a position of um just uh. I don't want to say confusion, but concern, you know, concern. Yeah. And confusion. Um, and just, you know, and I know we talked about it. We talked about it before. Um, and you know, with all this violence and stuff, man, it's, 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 it's that, you know, what guy, I'll say this, the way we are to each other is like Poop said, but, but that is a, to me, that is the biggest problem. You know, that, the, violence. the violence, yeah, the violence, um, you know, that, that right there is, it's, it's crazy. And, and I, you know, and I know that poverty breeds violence and there are a lot of other, uh, uh, reasons why we are, we find ourselves here now, you know, but to, to, to find a way to reach each other, to let us know that, shooting up the block and shooting innocent people and all that kind of stuff is not the answer i can you know what i could even go with you you know and as this might sound crazy but it's the innocent that 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 i struggle with if you had a beat for something i don't even want to say it but anyway what, what did you want to say guy i was <clears throat> i was pretty much gonna say i, I I'm, I'm in love with the youth um and everything that comes along with them um I think talking, you know, when we take time to talk to the youth, the youth that we make, that a lot of society believes are um, the problem um, or creating issues in society or causing violence and such, 
Um, I, I have unique opportunities at times to talk to these young people <clears throat> more often than probably most, 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 most folks. Right. Um, I get a, I get a, I get a glimpse into what got them there because they talk to me. They want to tell me, you know, they, they not required to, but in our conversations, I try to direct them so that I can get a better understanding of how they arrived at where they arrived and what caused, you know, some things. And it usually goes back to trauma. It usually goes back to poverty. But I think when they allow you in, right, even those young people that we call a problem, right, when they allow you in because you're credible and you're genuine and you have their best interests at heart and you're not judgmental, um, they will allow you in. And it's an honor to be able to talk to them and understand where they're coming from. And it's a pleasure to, 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 to be able to share little nuggets with them when you can from time to time. So I think talking to our youth and just being around our youth, I think our youth are a glimpse into the future. I think if we if we turn our backs on that, then we're going to be left out in the cold. I think that we have to do everything in, in, in our, in, in our possibly in our being, in our just, just everything that, that, that makes us up. We owe it to young people to make them better and look at them, you know, not in the light that I believe is amplified by the media, um, which, you know, it, it certainly amplifies every violent act of a black person in our community. But, you know, listen, we're, we're, at a, we're on a record pace right now for mass shootings in America. And the majority of those are, um, uh, are, are, are that could be accounted for by white folks. Right. But you don't see that amplification in our media about that. What you see, you know, since, you know, um, it's the hot topic or it's popular is everybody to talk about. And it's been going on for decades, right? Even the current president, he had his words to say about black folks in the 80s, 90s, and um, uh, he's since apologized for it. But when we allow our media to amplify those things um, that put us in a bad light and we, we're accepting of them, we don't take the opportunities that we can to actually look at these young people and talk to them and see where they're coming from because these are special young people, all of them, right? Absolutely. Not just the ones that are caused that may we may say are causing problems, but all of them. It's a glimpse into the future and we gotta support that and we gotta be here for them. And I look at the youth as a gem and a jewel and something that, you know, allows me to 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 really see where we're headed. Not you know, so no, I, I adore and love the young people. And guy, and I don't want, and I know this is not what you, the way you meant it, but I, I feel like I, I feel obligated to say it though. I'm not, I, I don't want anyone to walk away thinking that I'm saying that I don't love the youth or anything like that. The violence concerns me. It, it, it truly concerns me because we know once you start engaging in that, you know, it, it doesn't end well. Um, but but I agree with you. Any opportunity I get, you know, those conversations, I love it. I'm a talker. So I, I, I love it. I adore it. And I agree with you. It, it is an honor to be able to try to reach them. You know, the, but this well, let me correct myself. Let me let me let me rewind that a little bit, because I know, Stacey, and I know that you do have one of the best hearts out there. We met out on the streets to talk to young folks, you and I. So I know where your heart is and I know that you are genuine in your search to make better young people so that we have a better tomorrow. I know that. So I I didn't even mean to, to, yeah. to, no, no. to frame that that way. I, absolutely violence, not. Man, this violence, it, it, it concerns me, you know, I, and, and I'm, 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 I'm at a loss. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm at a loss. Pooch, did you, did you want to chime in, man? Well, I'm going to say this about the youth. And, and, and to Guy's point, you know, um, you have to get involved with them. You can't just look at them and just shake mm. your head like, man, that, that right. Be crazy. right. No, because see, like to me, it's like 
if somebody if somebody walk up to you and say, hey, you know, I'm hungry, can you feed me? And you just say, hey, be well. How's that helping that person? Mm. These, these kids, what they're doing is they're crying out for help because yep. they don't have what, what we may have grown up with, right? Our parents, mm. or or if you had one mom or one pop in the house that was doing, you know, well, you know, and teaching you things, you gravitated to what you was learning. But these cats sometimes they even have that. They only have, yeah. you know, they might be living with grandma. Right. Grandma too old to care what they do. Or grandma might be yeah. outside, or they or their mom, my old dad might. She be had the June. Outside. She had the June two barbecue. There's another side where parents lovingly treating their children well in the home, but sometimes that person just want to see what it's like to be out in the streets. Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's it's to me, it's not a a, a black and white issue in terms of this is how you handle it. This is what you do. It's uh talk to them, get involved, mm. show them a better way. You yeah. know, you can catch more fish. You know, what I mean, with uh, excuse me, more flies with honey than you will with vinegar. Right. But if all you're doing is throwing vinegar at it and saying this is who you are, you ain't nothing. You, you ain't gonna mm. never be nothing. What you think that makes Nothing that person feel yeah. like? Yeah. But if yeah. you can take the time and just talk to them, I don't care if it's just one person, just like, right. hey, man, you know what? I think that's I important. I see you. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know what I mean? You have to let them know that you see them. And it's just, just a, a statistic to you. You know what I mean? Go, go, go ahead, guy. What were you about to say? The young people, the young people that I deal with, or that most of us deal with, because young people are young people, right? Mm -hmm. And the one thing they have in common is they're young, right? And they're still developing. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I, when I talk to young people, young people look at us and they see us, and they, you know, believe it or not, young people want to be us, mm -hmm. right? And when they see what they want to be or what they want to become, and they see it looking back at them, saying, you know. You ain't shit, young boy. Get out of here. Because we didn't take the time to talk to them or dialogue with them or build with them or understand how they arrived at this place in their lives. All we know is, yo, young boy, you you, you really messed up today. It's, you know, I, I got no forgiveness for you. Or, you know, or we are going to shake our head and walk the other way. Um, and they see that. They don't think it's much hope for them. They don't think that there's any way possible. But if you turn that and flip it and you provide them with some kind of support, you talk to them a little bit, you give them that little bit of information on what you did to become whoever it is that you are or whatever it is that you accomplished, you know, they feel some self-worth like, yo, at least I'm worth a conversation with this person rather than, you know, him crossing the street going the other way when he see me on the block. Um, and, 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 you know, we got to really approach these young kids. They, they we, I think we allow are young people to become unapproachable to us where mm -hmm. adults are afraid to talk to young kids because we're afraid of what they may do or how they may react or, you know, whatever, how, how things are going to turn out. But they're just as afraid of us, just as afraid as, 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 as people in other generations are afraid that a young person is going to pull out a ratchet or I'm going to slice your face or, you know, I'm going to stomp you, I'm going to kick you in the chest, whatever. They're afraid that we're, you know, going to invite harm to them in the right. form of possibly law enforcement right. or any other number of ways that we can invite harm onto a child. They feel threatened and they feel like they got to, you know, survive. Now I'm not talking about the young knucklehead that just decided he was going to shoot this dude over this girl right. and some foolishness or, you know, the pack on the block was light or something or whatever. Those are knuckleheads and they're going to be goofy, but you have those across the races and it's not just our race. I think we do have a, you know, a generation that requires a little more attention from us and um, a little more, you know, um, uh, a little less judgment. I'm going to read something somebody said that kind of goes along those lines. He said, we talk and complain and condemn 
and we, me, on the including, uh, on including at times, are more focused on what this society has uh, has a strung on. I think that kind of goes along the lines of what you said, Gal. You talk about how we're allowing outside forces to dictate what our youth are, you know, uh, and I, I, I agree with that. Uh, somebody said um, the adults have to engage the youth and listen to them. That's what you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, they feel understanding that they are value, and once they feel that, they will begin to listen to the adults. I agree. And part of that, to your point, uh, guy, probably has to go back to fear. You know, if you if you're afraid that you're always, you know, that that you're going to be harmed, you you're less likely to reach out to the young person because you're, you're it's fear. Yeah. You know, it's fear. And, and then, unfortunately, the knuckleheads out there they feed off of fear. So if you if they, if you show that you're afraid of them, now they're on the attack. Right now they're right. on the attack. You know? right. So right. it's it's tough, man. They they need compassion, is what the one person just said. I so, think they um, need resources. I think they need shit in the community, man. They need I jobs. Agree. They need they need education, better education. They need compassion from people in the community. They need they need recreation. Like I mean, you're gonna cut down all the recreation centers in the city. You're gonna take away all the programming in the city. Take away all the programming in the prisons. You know, there's nothing left for them. Um, no jobs, there's no equity in the criminal justice and there's no equity in social justice out here. When we start to give them those things, those kind of, the resources that support those things, I I'm think we'll see, I think, and only then will we see a change in what what our media is now calling this, this wave of violence in our communities. Um, I think that's what's needed. You know, just a tender touch. These young kids ain't used to a tender touch. They ain't used to being given anything. They're not used to getting a second chance. They're not used to nobody talking to them. Um, they're not. They definitely not used to anybody mentoring them or spending time and following up with them. Supervising. They used to people throwing them out, saying, "Do what you got to do, kid. You over eighteen. You over fourteen now. Go ahead and get busy. Like I don't really have time for the foolishness, right? So you know, I think once we start showing some love to these kids, yeah, I think I think then you know our youth. Because our youth is the future, bro. And if we don't do something about it, we're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, they lose. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got to get to it. Uh, Pooch, any, any closing words, man? Any closing thoughts? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> as far as the youth go, get involved, talk to them. Uh, I, mean, I got a 20 year old son that I'm always in his ear, man. <clears throat> Constantly talking to him. And I talked to him. He debated a couple days ago, man. Yeah, like, you know, like you have to get involved. You can't just see young people as a deterrent or young people as, you know, your, your past. Like, oh, yeah, I used to be you. You know what I mean? Have to, right, right. That's right. You know, that old saying about teaching man how to fish, you feed him for life. But you have to teach them skills that can help them in life, mm. help them to mm. overcome conflict, help them to understand that um, there's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days, but this right. is how you handle those bad days. That's life. We all know how to handle good days. That's right. This is how you handle those bad days when the mm. whole world seems like it's against you. You know mm. what I mean? Um, you know, and, and on other topics, you know, Juneteenth, I don't celebrate holidays, so I'm mad at me. Right. But right, right, right. I'd, rather have, I'd rather have the whole world celebrating peace and joy. You know, so I mean? you're saying like a coke, like you like the you want the whole world to sing like a coke, a coke and a smile. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like the whole world to sing <laughs> perfect harmony. That was the worst. You buy it. You buy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Gonna do with Ben Simmons, man. That dude. Ah, uh, yeah, he got to go, he man. Got to go. He got to go. He got to go. 
uh, as we wind it down, we we winding it down, guy. Any any closing thoughts, man? That you want to put um, out there? Yeah, you know, listen on uh, on everything. I think you had a good show today. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm I'm uh, I, I love talking about the young people. You know that. So um, you know, let's all reach out to some young folks. You know, what I mean, let's make it a point. You know, we always talk and we always get together. And you know, I appreciate the podcast. It's dope. Um, I, your following is awesome, and they always participate. So um, you got a platform. I say, you know, there's got to be some challenge in between podcasts with folks who say, hey, what are you doing from now till next Sunday? And, right. you know, let's, let's focus on some stuff like that. And um, I think I think, you know, you got to be the change that you want to see. So um, let's, let's, let's work in between podcasts and see, you know, what kind of progress we can make. You know, guys, that's a good point, man. It's a real good point. So, I, you know, I know we uh, we started talking. I guess, you know, we got to we got to hold ourselves accountable and get back to that. Something Pooch said made a lot of sense too, man, and I and I'm, I'm a big believer in that. As I talk about incrementalism, I think that you know everybody grab one. You know, if you can't do a class of people thirty at a time, just grab one and 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 usher that person through. Um, but in closing, man, I want to thank both of you for agreeing to come on and hang out with us in our digital neighborhood on this last uh, last minute. Uh, 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 request. Um, I knew that y'all would bring something insightful to the table, and uh, and and um, you know I, I always learn a lot from our uh, our dialogue. So I want to thank you two brothers, man. I appreciate it. Hold up, my agent said I was getting paid. Look. <laughs> <laughs> hang up, no, nah, no, nah, because I'm about to hang up. Podcast <laughs> is over. Yeah. So uh, so look, so uh, we'll be here next week. So the podcast right now we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. So uh, once my man come back from vacation, we'll be on all the other platforms and we'll see you all uh, uh, next Sunday. And, and uh, like you said, guy, hopefully we'll be able to touch bases and try to start with the next one, man. You know what I'm talking about. So, all right. Okay. Hey, man, all right, y'all. Thanks a so million, man. We say pooch. Right, no, I say I enjoyed this. Okay. Nice. All right. Appreciate it again, man. All right, all right man, y'all. Appreciate it.